I'm going to start out by saying that I really don't want to do this podcast today, but I am trying to be better about follow through. And when I say I'm going to do something that I'm going to actually do it. And I did, when I decided to start doing this podcast said I was going to do it three days a week. That was my compromise with myself. Originally it was going to be five, um, but I was going to do it three days a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And so today is Tuesday and life must go on. And that means the podcast must be recorded. With that being said, this is episode nine. It's Brooke Ryan. And can we please talk about death? Super fun topic for a podcast, huh? <laughs> um, it's no secret I watch Investigation Discovery and love that kind of stuff, but this is not that type of death. I recently, just this past Saturday, a couple days ago, found out that a friend of mine, his name's Robert, passed away in his sleep at the age of 44 years old. This is my first friend that's ever died, and it's really, it's a really weird experience. I've had grandparents pass when both of my grandfathers died. They were old and it made sense. It was part of the natural process of life. And I'm pretty good at grasping things when there's a reason or it's semi-logical. And when my grandmother passed a few months ago, that was tough, but not because of her dying, but because of the relationship that we had in life and realizing that we were never going to have a great relationship. But even that was so different than this. And I'm really sad. When I got the call from his husband, I was taking a nap on the couch. And I didn't answer because I was taking a nap. And I figured he was just calling to start making plans for the trip that they were planning to Charleston next month. I figured I'll just call him back in a little bit. And then life happens and... My husband and I went to Costco and I lost track of time. And then all of a sudden I get a text message from another friend of ours saying, what happened? I have no idea what she's talking about. And then I realized that somebody who I considered part of my family, that's what he used to always say, that we were a family, wasn't going to be here for another Friendsgiving, that we weren't going to have another Sunday fun day together or phone call where when I answer the phone, he immediately says, hello, beautiful, because that's what he would always say. And obviously, it's so much more than that, but I have never experienced this feeling before. And I'm a big believer in you have to feel your feelings, but then you got to move on. I took yesterday off work because I needed the time to just lay on my couch and process. Took the time, booked our flights up to D.C., and we'll be headed there this weekend for the funeral. But again today, I just want to sit on my couch and think about him and look at pictures and laugh and cry a lot and throw a few things. And then I start to think about his mom and his family and his husband. And I just get so overwhelmed. I don't want to get stuck in this feeling. And I know it will get easier. And there's so much of me in the back of my head that keeps saying, your friend passed away at 44 years old, suddenly, without any notice. Go live your life. You never know how long you have, but I don't want to. I mean, I know I will. Then I start to get mad. Mad because he's gone, but then even more mad at myself 
for some of the choices that I've made in my life. If you've listened to previous podcasts, you know I've talked about, especially over the past few weeks, how overwhelmed I've been and how I've been making these mountains out of molehills. And for what? I get mad when my best friends call because I take on too much in my life. And yet who knows if those phone calls could be the last. I allow the drama and the craziness from certain relationships to consume my thoughts and my words even that I don't have time for the people that I love that when they call I push them aside because I'm so busy worrying about this other dumb stuff I mean maybe that's the lesson in all of this or a lesson in all of this I will say though he has come to me a few times (laughs) and every time it makes me laugh and cry but he loved Whitney Houston Oh, boy, did he love Whitney. That was his girl. And the day that I found out, I was over at a friend's house. We were having a little dinner, and the people there knew what happened. And so we tried to keep it lighthearted and just have fun, and we're listening to 90s music. And sure enough, there was like a span of maybe 10 minutes where I didn't talk about Robert. And all of a sudden, I Will Always Love You comes on the playlist. Not because we picked it, not because we put it there. It just popped up. And Robert loved attention. And if you weren't paying attention to him, he made sure that you knew it and that you would focus back on him. (laughs) I know that was him. And I know he's been working it out so that all of us can get back together. We were kind of, we were a little family. I guess I never really watched the TV show Friends But I think they all live in the same building, and that's really how we were. There were eight to ten of us at any given time that were either, A, living in the same building, across the street from each other in the building across the street, but we're always meeting up at a bar restaurant called District 2 because our places were in Washington, D.C., and we're only 450 square feet. So instead of hanging out at somebody's house, you had to meet up at another location so there was enough room for everybody to kind of hang. And pretty much everyone, we've all moved on. I'm in Charleston. Some of the friends are in Florida, Texas, California, all over. And the majority of us are going to be able to get back to celebrate him. We haven't been together in the same room in a long time. And we're all going to be able to get together, remember all of the good times, and even in this sorrow, create some great new memories. It has made me check on people that I haven't checked on in a long time which I think is a positive. Just connect and make sure that they're okay. I hate to say it. I don't even know what the right words are, but Robert really was the glue that stuck us all together. He was the one that made sure to get on phone calls and arrange trips and coordinate so that we could continue to be a family. And I know that's something that he is encouraging me to be better at because life is too short and you never know. Who? And I'm totally going to say the cliche, tell somebody that you love them today, that you haven't talked to in a while, that you do love. And I'm sorry, this is such a Debbie Downer, but I had to do the podcast. And this is the only thing that I want to talk about. Tomorrow, I promise to put on my big girl pants a little bit tighter or higher, whichever better way it would be. But if you pray or whatever you do, wish upon a star or talk to dead people, whatever it may be. Please think about my friend Robert and his family. And if you can talk to dead people and you see him, tell him we love him and we miss him.